I think it's to I think it's really really important to, in today's marketplace that um, businesses learn to train and develop um, their people, right? Because here's one thing that you're seeing: the cost of college is ridiculous. There's a big gap between um, the labor the market needs and the labor the market has, which is one contribution to the to the drop off and or to the stagnant wages. A lot of a lot of employees are just not equipped to um, pro, you know provide uh, useful skills to businesses in the in the new economy, and um, and so training and developing your people. It's going to be really important, along with the, along with even the rules in the old economy. Like people did a terrible job a lot of times in the old economy of training and developing uh, their people and making sure they have the right people in the right spots with the right uh, skill sets. And and so during my time at the Mansfield Chamber, what I was most impressed at was the president and the CEO Lori Williams, who the the biggest value to the chamber was they trained and the, the training and development of the the members and their employees. It was great. It was consistent. Um, you always had something to go to. And so I asked Lori to come on the show and talk about the importance of training and developing your people. Uh, this is a great show. Lori is, I feel like, a, a sister from a from another mother. Um, uh, just, um, you know, great personality, great insight. Uh, you'll learn a lot. Let's get into it. Alrighty, y'all. We are live again, making sure. All right, third day of being fancy, and I finally got the titling right. So, so look, Lori. I okay. The last, so the first video I did this year, uh-huh. I started adding titling to it. Yes. And it was great, but the title was underneath. <laughs> so then the second video, I did the titling. I got it right underneath the person. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But when I edited it, it had like the wrong company. <laughs> so today. Today we have it. Today we got it. We're good. We got okay. it. We're good. We're Excellent. good. So, so thanks for taking time out. Absolutely. L- listen, for, for y'all who don't know Lori, right? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give the breakdown. So in every big organization or city or community, mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's a person behind the people uh, who's pulling all the strings and nobody knows. And Lori won't admit it, but that's her, right? In Mansfield, Nothing happens without Lori knowing and having some sort of influence on it. No, and I mean, I'm for real about that. But no, seriously, I wanted to get Lori on here because, um, you know, I was involved in Mansfield Chamber for a while. And what I was most impressed about with the Chamber was the focus on developing right. people. Um, and that was just amazing. And so I had to have you on to talk about the importance of developing your people because okay. I think that's, that's the unique value proposition of the Mansfield Chamber. Yes, I believe so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so let's let's talk about just to give everybody a little bit of um, your background before we get into the meat. How did you get into personal development? <laughs> well, I started my uh, career in um, sales and sales management, and I did that for quite a while, and then um, I ended up going into um, 
the staffing industry. And that's what led me into a position where um, I was in a franchise organization where my responsibility was to go in and provide the training and the development of that office. So I had 43 offices that I worked with. They were all at different levels. And my role was to go in and go, okay, you're here, you need to get to here. Well, here's what we need to do to get you to that point. And it always included uh, training and working with their staff. So that kind of turned me on to the whole um, uh, training thing. And uh, from there, I ended up um, uh, having my own consulting and training um, business where I partnered with six other uh, consultants and we specialized and focused in the staffing industry that we all had different backgrounds. And so I would go out and do training. I did a lot of training and consulting and, and it's always the development of people. And so when I decided after 15 years of traveling on the road that that was enough, um, I started looking for what can I do locally. And since Mansfield at that point was really starting to grow, um, there were more opportunities here. I've always lived in Mansfield um, for the majority of my adult life, um, but early on we were very much a bedroom community. And you had to, you lived here, but you worked in Fort Worth and Dallas. And so I always worked in Dallas. So when I started looking and reaching out, I kind of, one thing led to another like it always does and found myself in this, in this role completely by mistake. I, it's not something I would ever have even thought of. Um, and when I did um, land here, um, one of the first questions I started asking everybody and all the different members was, well, what does the chamber do? And no one could really give me an answer. And so um, after doing a little bit of research on what a chamber really does, um, I kind of started revamping this chamber. And of course, with the background in education training, um, I knew that was going to be a definite piece of it. And then consulting with small businesses. I've done that, you know, for over 20 years. So um, putting those things together, um, that's why that piece. So we fall under, um, I created an acronym, ACE. Um, that's what we do here. We advocate for small business, um, uh, pro-business policies. And then we connect people. And that happens organically. And then E for educate. And educate is a big piece, especially for a small business who is just starting out. They don't have the the uh, sometimes the time or the wherewithal to uh, provide employees with um, training, mm -hmm. and so that's something that we can do here. Yeah, no, it's and that's great training. Um, it's funny, you know, you you and I had lots of conversations, and mm -hmm. I was brainstorming about getting on the internet and doing. Yeah. This. I, was, I was like, Lord, look, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I'm a figure, and you like helped me build uh, my first site. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, I eventually went out and hired somebody because I, like, I was like, fine. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, is it? You helped build yeah. my first site, so I remember that. Um, um, so here, here's the first question around mm -hmm. development, right? And, and I'm gonna frame it up in a way because you know we've really had like 10 years in the economy of businesses getting an advantage by. Um, productivity through technology, uh -huh. right? And I just personally think we're at the end of that. So I think um, businesses are gonna have to, in order to retain and recruit people um, and grow more, develop mm -hmm. their people, right? And mm -hmm. have a really intentional development program. So if, if um, for a business, a small business, like where do they start? They're saying, okay, I do wanna get serious about 
um, training, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, where should they start as far as developing the program, or or outsourcing the program or whatever, right? Obviously, join the chamber. Yeah, because you guys. Help I mean, with yeah, that. we offer it here definitely. Mm -hmm. um, well, I, I think probably the first thing you have to do is figure out what it is that you need. Mm -hmm. um, what are you looking for? Um, and then there's all kinds of resources. I mean, there's just all kinds of resources mm -hmm. as far as where you can start, but definitely a chamber is a good place because most chambers, um, you know, have some sort of education program that they offer. We have to be heavy on it just because that's my background. Mm -hmm. um, but that's something that for a very nominal fee a year to get that kind of, of, of education is, I mean, you just can't. Right. I mean, it's, that's probably the hardest thing is that sometimes bringing somebody in can be quite costly, yeah. you know, thousands of dollars. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, 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 I can't answer it and say, okay, here's ABC. Because you use yeah. business, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and every industry, every business is a little bit different, okay. you know, as far as what their needs are. But I will, I do agree with you because um, with unemployment at 3%, I mean, and it's going to probably stay that way. Mm -hmm. um, it's very difficult. And then you look at the the generations coming in. Um, one of the key things that they that they want is they want education, they mm -hmm. want training, they want to continue to grow, which is great to me. That's positive. Um, but if you're a company and you're not prepared to give that, you're going to end up just like it's going to be a problem with retention. Mm -hmm. um, and a good retention plan. Is your best recruiting plan? Mm. So. Well, they, they'll tell their friends. And yes. Tell their friends. Yes. Okay. So, so I'll, I'll flip a little bit because, okay. and, and this is kind of a rifting off the cuff. What are what are some companies that you see um, that, that where they have a great program in place? Right. Yeah. You get maybe like a, an example or two of companies that. Well, I think great, not by name, but great companies that have programs in place. Unfortunately, they have someone on staff. Okay. And they've got someone on staff that's dedicated to that. Um, but even even if you don't have that, if you're a small business, one of the best things that you can do is just to come up with, you know, when you hire someone, what is going to be the first 30 days? Mm. And so if you can say, okay, because I will tell you this, that's one of the things that I, I, I learned throughout the my years in staffing and consulting and, and going into businesses is that they didn't start on the right foot from the get-go. And so if you can create a two-week on-the-job training program where half of the day is sit-down one-on-one or instruction and the other half of the day is on-the-job doing something so that they know and they know what the expectations are from day one, but create that and then what are you going to do for that first 30 days? Um, every day kind of evaluating is this someone I want to invest in or not? Don't want them to come back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, and then once you get past that 30 days, then create some sort of a career path for them that says, if you go to this training, if you learn this, if you, and, and it could be even reading books that you say, you know, create some sort of a, a path that says getting them to accomplish certain things and then they, Maybe that gets them to level two or a level three, mm -hmm. and that increases pay or it increases benefits or it does something. That there's a plan. So, 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 what do you think about this? And I, I, I kind of know, mm -hmm. um, but w w this is my thought, and I could be wrong. There's, there's a small majority of people that just like don't want to grow, right? Yes. Um, but it's, it's smaller than what you think. 
I think everybody else, I think I think our DNA when we were designed was written to, like if you think about nature, nature just wants to evolve, right? right. We just want to grow and get better. I'm the happiest and you're probably the happiest when you're mastering something new or, right. or working on mastering something new. Um, I think where, I think part of the process, and you kind of said it was when you think about it, is um, making sure that you have the, the right person in the right role right. And, and develop that path. I mean, what are your thoughts on, on doing that and how to make sure that you, you get the, the right, right person, person in the right role? Well, that's the million-dollar question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, you never really know, but there are things that you can do. And I, and I, I for one, I believe in um, um, the strengths finder. And um, that was something that, when that first came out, to me, that was like an aha moment. To be able to, if you can figure out what someone's internal strengths are, and in the strengths finders, there's 34 different talents. And these are things that can't be trained. I don't care what it is. The, no one can train these things. And, and I love the quote from the book. Uh, Marcus Buckingham wrote it. Um, he said, you can't put in what God left out. Mm -hmm. And so these talents, if you know and you can benchmark different positions, or, or even maybe the culture of your company, you know, what it is that you need someone to have. Do you need them to be adaptable? Do you need them um, to be competitive? Do you need them? These are all different talents that you either have it or you don't. Um, and, and by doing behavioral-based interviewing, creating questions off of those strengths will help you determine, you know, if this is somebody that has that already, mm -hmm. because if you need it and they don't have it, you can't give it to them. Right. So that is one way of doing it, um, you know, and, and, and slow your hiring process down. Unfortunately, and we're all guilty of it, um, you wait until you're <laughs> in desperate need, mm -hmm. and then you go, oh no. And so then you start looking, and then the first person who is walking and breathing, you hire. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you're you're cramming training. Them. <laughs> and a lot of things that um, managers will do too is that they'll look at somebody, and they're already on, and they think that they need training. If they had training, they'd be better. And I firmly believe that if it if it works, it happens naturally. If you're trying to force something, if you're having to beat somebody every day to do their job, mm -hmm. it's the wrong fit. Mm -hmm. And, and training's not going to fix that. Yeah. Because somebody either has the natural ability, the natural willingness, the desire, the, man, I love this. And when they do, they're hungry. And they find the sources of information. Mm -hmm. They don't have, they're not sitting there waiting for you to feed it to them. So that's a big difference. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, it's like, um, um, yeah, still on. Cause I, you know, I, there, there's no like, there's no good way to say it. But my, so if I, if I say it in an offensive way to somebody, uh, the intention is good. But it's kind of like if you're thinking about a business, uh -huh. you, you just just like businesses, right? You have you have the the innovative businesses, and then you have the um, businesses in the middle, and yeah. you got the large businesses, yes. right? The ones in the middle are just going to get crushed in a new economy. The large ones can lobby, you know, buy smaller ones. Yeah. They could, their death is slower, yes. right? But they potentially can survive, right? right. Like, a, like a Microsoft yes. or uh, even AT&T, AT right? You know, yeah. it's just, 
I still don't know how they're so large. Cause, yeah. Uh, anyway, I won't. I won't yeah. get on a tangent. They might want to sponsor one day. But but I think about people the same way, right? Uh-huh. You know, like a lot of uh, what I hear from business owners is uh, fill up a high this person for their experience, yeah. what they told me, and it, it's not. And I'm always like, man, that's you know, because um, what is experience, right? It's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. And 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 um, when I when I do the uh, uh, a program on strengths, I always use myself as an example. This is a perfect example. Um, I want to be a pianist. Okay, my mother is a pianist. My mother taught me. I have the skills. I have the knowledge. I've practiced since I was little, but I don't have the talent for it. And so you may hire me because I can read sheet music and I can I know the notes I can play. But because the talent's not there, it's not gonna work. Yeah. And it's the same thing. That's what a resume is. It says I've I've got some experience, I've worked here, I have the knowledge and I have the skill. But if I don't have the passion and if I don't have the strength of the Yeah, if it's yeah. not yeah, if it's not inherently, you know, part of who I am, if I'm not gonna love it. It's yeah. not gonna work. Yeah. So that means nothing. I, I mean, resumes to me are just the biggest waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest waste of time. I, I, I think like that because where I was going, I was like, if you could find somebody wherever they are in life, mm-hmm. they have the strengths yes. and they have character. Yes. Like, you can get them the, the skills and experience. Uh-huh. You can train anybody to do that. Yeah, but, but but going for experience, I'm like, that's hard to handicap. Yeah. How do you? Hand, I mean, there's lots of people who say yeah. they have the experience. And, and sometimes experience is negative. Mm. If they have bad experience. If they have bad habits from that experience, yeah. and you yeah. can't break it, I think I so. think I think the one that might matter is like somebody like you. Like mm-hmm. you have obvious training experience, it would be a no-brainer mm-hmm. um, because you've proven it, right? It's a time-tested skill set, right. right? That's clear. But when you're hiring somebody, yeah. uh, unless you're hiring somebody where it's clear, yeah, you know, I'm like it's tough to. You know. It is. <laughs> it is. But see, I'm also I, I'm a, I really do believe this. If it's like. If you think about what do you love to do on the weekends? What's your hobby? Mm-hmm. What is it that you could spend hours and get lost in? Does anybody have to make you do it? Do they have to train you? No, you're out there looking for information. You're, you're, you're so jazzed about it. You don't need someone to force feed you. And to me, that's a little bit sometimes what training can be. Mm-hmm. So when you have the person come in and it's a fit, it's a match, and they're excited and they love it, they're gonna have initiative yeah. To find this stuff on their own. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm what I'm hearing, because um, I I just catch it too when I said it. I think the reason why you probably have the experience and you're good is because your strengths I love and everything it. Yeah, it matches. matches up, right? Yeah. And so, I think you know, as a as a business, investing early in that, making sure that as many people as you realistically can have that fit is probably a good idea. Yes. Absolutely. You need them to, you you know, no one's as a business owner. No one's going to have your passion. No one's going to, you know, uh, think about it every night on the weekend. But you can have bring people in, and as you bring them in, do they at least fit in with the culture? Do they love what it is that you're doing? And you know that it's never going to be to your level, but it needs to be at a level. Okay. So here's a realistic question. So what if it's a business owner watching this and they say? I 100% believe you guys, uh-huh. and so I need to first. I gotta assess their uh-huh. people. But what if like 70% of their people, <laughs> like what if they got it wrong? Like then what do they do? Is it, <laughs> they just fire well, everybody and start over? Well, I, here I think I think certain key positions need to be 
the right fit. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some positions in companies that are placeholders. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, that it's not as, as it, it's more task. Mm -hmm. You don't need the... It'll be automated whatever. way by a computer yeah, in five years. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So some of the, it depends on the position. Mm -hmm. But if it's in a key position, yeah, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and, and my advice would be you need to start looking. You need to start... You always... And that's the other thing about, about recruiting is that don't wait until you need it. You should always be recruiting. And you should, as you're building your network of connections in your community, and as you meet people, always look at people, you know, from the aspect of how can I possibly maybe need you or use you in the future, you know, and is it somebody who may know somebody who knows somebody. Um, but that's something that if you do that, then you're always, you should never be behind the eight ball, mm -hmm. you know, because that's when we do, you know, desperate people do desperate things yeah. and end up to be stupid things. Yeah. And so if you're constantly doing that, then you're always looking and know that you can find a replacement if you need it because no one's going to stay with you forever. That's, yeah. that's, your, that's not realistic. And, and, uh, and I think too, you know, um, probably as a business owner, it's important to understand your your own right because like yes. I, I, think, I, I think about it this is an easy conversation for me and you because our personality type is almost exactly the same exactly like, we have no problem making unemotional decisions right, about yeah. what life right yeah but some people are like conflict avoiders yeah and um you know it's funny my wife you know i've done a really good job not talking politics uh -huh. on facebook for a long time and my 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 relations are better I'm, not, right? I'm <laughs> happy good. i'm happier but yes. well you know and it wasn't that I was unhappy because my life is the reverse of me. Like I'm a, I take confrontation as a learning opportunity. Like yes. I don't get, like I can have a heated debate and just still love the person. Right. But, but my wife's like, well, they don't feel the same way about you because the way that I Depends take upon it, who the person is. Yeah, yeah. you know, some yeah. people take yeah. it personal. I'm they like, do. Dang, so I just stopped, right? Yeah. And so there's personality types like my wife where um, they avoid confrontation, and that yes. probably can be difficult. But you got to know, right? So yes. you just because yes. if you can't do it, you get to hire somebody to fire. Well, and here's the thing too, you have to know what your own strengths are, yeah. because if you know what your strengths are, then when you hire people, you need to bring people in that have things that you don't have. That, that's what creates a whole team. But unfortunately, this is another thing that I witnessed in consulting, is that birds of a feather flock together. Mm -hmm. And so what we tend to do is we hire people we connect with because we like them. I mean, if I'm going to have to hang out with somebody eight hours a day, I want to like it. And I, and I want to know that we're on the same page, but that can be dangerous. Yeah. It can be good, and you can have a lot of fun, but you, you're going to be very one-sided when you, when you, any direction you go, because you're all going to think the same way. Yeah. So you need a little bit of, not conflict, but you need somebody to go, hey, wait a minute, what about da-da-da, you know? Yeah, yeah no, yeah, that's... I, I love that concept. That's like, have you have you read Ray Dalio's book Principles yet? Huh. Yeah, you would like it. Okay. He he literally so he took his investing process and systematized the same thing I did, right? Uh -huh. So it's not emotional. It's rules based, and right. he's the largest hedge fund manager in the world, advises countries and all that. And so then he took his management principles, right, and uh -huh. systematized it, right, as as best as you can with people, right. Um, but you would just like. You would love it. It's, it's all the way down to the point to where, you know, you got the basic four personality profiles. Yes. And if we're all in a meeting. Yes. Um, and we're working on a creative project. Yes. Um, the person who's more creative gets more weight in the decision making than the person who's Which best. Which is perfect. Right. I'm like, yes. that makes total sense, right? Yes. And, and they make sure they don't give 
the creative, undependable people projects that are time oriented. Well, right? it's all about how do you, how using your resources mm-hmm. and your people are your 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 most expensive resource, and so you should learn to effectively use them. So, and in order to do that, you got to know who they are, you know. Yeah. And then when you break, when you replace, know what it is that you need. But yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, We'll, we'll roll to the fun, fun round, the fun, okay. five, fun five questions I ask everybody. Um, so first one is, what are your favorite restaurants to go to in DFW? I'm always looking for good spots to okay. go. My very favorite restaurant is Max Bar and Grill on I-20 in Arlington. Okay. What kind of food is that? It's It kind of reminds me of an old Chicago-style restaurant. It's mm-hmm. kind of got that vibe to it, um, and it's got you know, steaks and um, seafood and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'll try that yeah. out then. What about uh, binge-worthy shows you watched lately? Ah, uh, uh, Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods. Okay, okay. That's what, um... We're on a kick. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm like in season four. <laughs> the, the, the guy, the, the guy, I know where he's from. You know, the, with the guy. Uh, Danny Wahlberg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What about movies? And, and this is going to be movies of all time. Your favorite movies, movies of all time? Mm. Well, I have to say, uh, I, I'm a big, um, I love war movies, <laughs> military movies. I love military because I love the uh, the comparison to leadership, mm-hmm. and so I, I, I really like, I, I like that. And probably the one that made the most impact on me was, uh, and this is a really old movie, it's black and white, um, it's uh, Aim High okay. with uh, Gregory uh, Peck, and it actually follows one of the training programs I do here. I do a, a, a situational leadership uh, workshop once a year, and um, it talks about leadership and it talks about um, how, as a leader, you have to you have to change and and adapt as your people grow through the process of development. And this movie is the perfect example of how Gregory Peck does that with these guys, that he takes over a squadron um, of bombers that they just, they're the worst at what they do. But he takes the position, uh, replaces a leader, that um, everybody loved him. Mm. And when he came in, that's not what he was concerned about. And so it was, an, it was interesting to watch the dynamics of that. And then the end is very ironic. So yeah, yeah. I go back. I wonder if like Netflix or somebody. Yeah, you'd have to go in. Yeah, yeah, you have to watch it. It's again, it's it is definitely a war movie. It's a military mm-hmm. movie. Um, you know, you kind of have to like that kind of stuff. And then it's the old black and white movie. So you know, it's like you're you're looking at stuff and you're like, wow, this really is an old movie. <laughs> Maybe like 1940 something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And and what about um, favorite books? Oh. Well, I, I'm an avid reader, and I love books, but you know my favorite one right now? <laughs> this one, this one the is The Law of Success, and it's written by Napoleon Hill. And we use this um, at the chamber for, we have weekly uh, mastermind groups. And <clears throat> um, there's nothing in here that is crazy. Um, it's been said before in a number of different places. Um, a lot of the principles are thousands of years old. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just basic stuff, but that's probably, I will say, my favorite. Okay, that's a really good book. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah when people say, like, um, have you read Think and Grow Rich? Yeah, that's like the, <laughs> that's like, that's like the, um, the commercial stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. Dig a little deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, do you, do you listen to podcasts? 
I do not. Okay, look, when we get out the when we get out this, I'm gonna okay. put a podcast on okay, your phone because my last question. Okay. But, but you would love podcasts. Okay. If you love books, I do. Yeah, podcasts are basically like you pick a topic. Yeah. If you want to learn how to cook Thai yeah. food, yeah, yeah. So okay. okay. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming out. Absolutely, I'm uh, glad you did this. This if is any, cool. If anybody wants to know more about the chamber, how yeah. do they find out? Um, they can go to our website, okay. so mansfieldchamber.org. Okay, and I'll tag the page on my Facebook okay. page. Okay, cool. Okay.